Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee in the Corral. Except for today, it is Coffee in the Round Pen with Zell. Um, I do have coffee that way over on the outside of the Round Pen, but uh, I'm not going to carry it around because today... Our episode is going to be training Zell. So you guys get to be with me while I work with Zell today in the round pen. We're just trying it out. I have no clue if this is going to work or not. It's a little bit windy. I'm trying to um, carry my microphone and my wires here. I don't know. We'll have to see. This might just be a crazy idea. But, you know, I like crazy and I like to try new things. And Zell is in a really chill mood today. She's really calm. She's standing here looking around. So um, they they go out in the evenings on the pasture. They come in the daytime. So she's already had some hay this morning. So her belly's full. She's not trying to uh, eat grass. And yeah, she's really calm right now. She's really chill. Um, if I can, I try to pick a training time where their mind can be focused and not like at feeding time or not when it's getting close to them going out on the pasture because then their brain is just, you know, it gets fixed on food. So probably kind of how people get hangry, you know. Um, so I try to honor my horses. If I have the opportunity to train them when it works well for them, I try to do that. So if they're napping, I also don't like to make them get up to train. But, you know, like I said, it doesn't always work out perfectly. But today it's amazing. So it's a little cloudy out here, but it's really pretty, and it's in the 50s, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for joining me, so I'm just going to get started. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is Zelenka, Zelenka Breeze. She is a registered Kentucky mountain horse. It is a, a gated breed, so they have different gates, really smooth gates. She's pretty tall. Uh, she will be five I believe, let's see, yeah, no, is she four? Maybe she's turning four. Hmm, I need to look at her papers. She'll be four, <laughs> that's pretty bad. She'll be four or five this spring. And uh, today is officially Zell's start over day. Um, I, I shouldn't say maybe start over. I want to say a fresh start. So Zell gets a fresh start today. She really deserves one. She had... 30 days of training put into her that basically just traumatized her and um, so she hasn't been able to retain the information ah, she's biting on my rib now she loves to chew on things and young horses like to chew on things and um, so I let my horses and I think it's a really great thing for them to kind of sometimes gets them their minds thinking their their curiosity moving um, so I'll, I'll put my rope out and ask her if she wants to chew on it. She's allowed to chew on my rope if I allow her, um, but not allowed to chew on me. So there is a difference there. <laughs> so look at her just hold that rope in her mouth. She's so cute. Not all horses are this curious about ropes, but she loves to. So um, anyways, yeah, she just had a lot of uh, very rushed training. And so um, my mentor, Raina, who I talk about often, who has really been influential in my horsemanship journey. Um, she worded it really nicely this morning, actually in a text message. She listened to my podcast about Zell's um, 
the journey with getting Zell and all that. And she said, you know, Zell learned to move through fear. So when she was trained, she moved through fear, um, just trying to stay out of trouble, basically. And now um, I get to teach her to move through confidence. So that's what we're going to be working on. That's her fresh start. So we're just starting her training all the way over, even though she technically has been trained to ride, and I've ridden her a little bit. But um, I basically quit all of that. We're starting fresh. And the thing about teaching a horse to move through confidence is it takes time, especially when they've had something done the wrong way. So teaching a horse that's you know hasn't been trained to do anything um, is relatively easy. I say easy because you really do need to know what you're doing, but it's a lot harder to teach a horse to reteach something when they've learned it um, with a certain habit. So for her, she can do a lot of different movements, but she does them very rushed and very fearful. So today we're going to ask her, hi babies, we're going to ask her to move her body through confidence. And that means I have to slow everything way down. I have to start over introduce everything as if she's never seen it, never done it, and do it slow enough that her mind can stay connected to me and not go into a fearful place. And we may see her get triggered or or, um, move through fear sometimes, but it's just that is the opportunity for me to slow things down even slower and um, offer it to her in a way that she understands instead of she just reacts. So we want her to respond and not react. So what you see me doing here right now, for those that aren't watching the video and just listening, I'm just standing here while Zell is just really calm and chill standing beside me and I'm tossing the rope up over her back and just running it over her body. So it's going on the other side of her and I'm really careful about this rope. For one, I'm really picky about the tools that I use. This is a Yacht Braid Marine rope. It has a lot of feel to it. Um, It's not a cotton rope. They kind of just go dead. This has weight and so it's really, it throws really nicely but what you do have to be careful about is if I just toss this rope and I don't follow the movement, this uh, leather the the leather popper at the end will smack her side. So I'm just being careful so that when I throw it up there, and sometimes I do good and sometimes, you know, like, whoops, that wasn't that great of a throw. I'm just tossing it all over her body. This is called desensitizing, getting her comfortable with the tools that I'm going to use and realize that none of the things that I choose to use on her for training will hurt her. Okay. So my goal is to never make her afraid of me or my tools. So I'm just tossing this rope over her back in a rhythmic way. Horses like rhythm. It makes sense to them. They, can, they know what to expect if something is rhythmic. Things that are sudden scare them, right? Because they it's unexpected. And um, I do work, my, work with my horses in ways where I'll kind of on purpose um, scare them a little bit. And I'll show you an example here. So I'm just standing beside her and then I'm just gonna kind of jump inside my own body as if like something scared me, you know how you just kind of jump in place. And a lot of times that'll scare the horse and that they'll feel that energy and they'll kind of jump too. But if you do that often enough, the horses learn to, they get desensitized to it and they just start ignoring it. And that can be helpful. Okay. So I want my horses, I don't, I'm not trying to desensitize them to not being a horse, but I do want them to be able to handle some noises and, and unexpected movements and to be able to be even if they are startled, to be able to handle how that feels and not run away because they won't be safe 
for not just riding, but even just to be around, you know, if a horse can't handle some startling things. So here's what I'm going to do right here is I'm going to stand by Zell and then I'm, I've been really calm tossing the rope over and now I'm just going to kind of jump in my own skin here. <laughs> so she's used to me doing that. I have done that with her before. And the first time I did that, it was as if um, someone had lit a bomb underneath her feet. She just like took off running circles around me. But um, just now her body just jolted, but she didn't move her feet at all. And she didn't actually look too scared because she's kind of used to that. So you'll watch me do it again and we'll see if we get any movement at all. None. See, the second time I do it, she's like, yeah, I'm on to you. Okay, so now we've done desensitizing. We're going to move on to the next thing. Um, especially with young horses, they have a short tension span, just like kids do. You want to just do one thing for too long. So I'm going to just practice walking around the corral for a minute to see how she's feeling today. She seems really chill, um, but I'm going to kind of test out where her mind is. See if she can follow me with feel which means I'm not dragging her and she's not dragging me. So I'm the leader and she is the follower. And we do have a relationship. It's not like I'm the leader, I own you now. I, you know, I'm gonna force you to do this and that. But I'm gonna ask her first. So as we walk around here, she's staying pretty connected to me. I do not hold my horses underneath the uh, halter. A lot of people are trained in traditional horse horsemanship to grab right underneath the the halter here, um, and it just traps the horse. Horses can think for themselves, and they can follow. They follow each other just fine. Um, so it's just training the horse that you're a really good leader, that you're worth following. That's the kind of leader I'm talking about, not not a um, heavy-handed leader here. So I'm just walking around. She's staying connected to me. Oh, there you go. Good job, Zell. She's staying connected pretty well. She's a little distracted. She's looking outside the round pen a little bit. And that's okay. She's young. Okay, so I'm just, can I turn this way and have her follow me on a feel? That means having float in the rope where I'm not pulling on her and she's not pulling on me. So right now she's doing really good. She's not rushing ahead. She's moving out of my space when I need to turn. She's following me when I turn this way. And if I need to remind her, I might just bump the rope a little bit if she forgets to follow me and starts looking outside the corral. But she's really tuning in well. Okay, so we have that. There we go, a little bit here. Here we are. That's it. Here she breathed out. So that's a, that's a really good sign when a horse, just like humans, horses hold their breath when they get scared and they're fearful. And their eyes get really wide. So when she breathes out like that, it's a really, really beautiful sign that she's like, yeah, I'm feeling okay about this. Okay, so now I might ask her feet to do something specific, like backing up. Let's see how that is. I'm going to grab underneath the leader up here, and I'm just, oh, look at her. She just followed that feel really well. There. There. And when you're first training, and you're with, this, with these horses for the first time, you, you want to, you know, accept the small efforts. We're not looking for her to turn into a pro overnight. This takes a lot of time. It takes years and years to get a horse to a really to a point to where they're really soft and responsive and connected to you. Remember I talked about Shiloh is 25 years. Okay, but watch this beautiful thing here. I don't know if you can see this. I'm gonna see if we can move a little closer to the camera. I'm gonna watch oh something startled there for a minute. I want you to watch how when I reach for this rope, she responds right back to me. Okay, let's watch this here. I'm gonna reach for the rope and then I 
grab it in my hands and you can see her thinking see her ears now I'm just gonna put a very slight pressure back there see her tip her nose down to start backing up and then I release that so the the, the idea is that you are the horse looks for a way to get out of the the uh, the pressure and I'm not putting on that much pressure there barely I just put on a little bit and the second she started doing the right thing I release that okay that's how they learn they learn by when you stop doing something they're not actually they don't they're and so when you're doing something they're trying to figure out how to get you to stop doing it is my point so if your your timing is off and you can't release when the horse starts responding to you if you you know make them do more and more and more and more, and more they're going to think well that's not the right thing let me try something different and that's how people end up in trouble with really frustrated horses and really frustrated relationships is they ask too much too quickly too soon and they don't release when the horse even thinks about doing the right thing here we go babies let's see how a lateral flexion feels to her I'm gonna come back here as if I'm riding on her back I'm gonna lift up on the rope and if she moves that's okay for a second okay she's getting a little distracted but I'm not going to get distracted the thing is that I keep my focus and she'll keep coming back to me okay there it is I ask her to tip her nose around to me there she softens that up good girl good girl that was beautiful okay so asking a horse to tip their nose around if we can't pick up on the rope and the horse softly responds back to us how are we supposed to ride them and pick up on the reins and get anything done okay we'll be yanking around on our horses so I want to be able to do this okay I back here as if I'm riding and I pick up on this rein and I say would you mind tipping your nose over here and I start with the float in the rope right here Okay, and if I don't get any response with the float, then that's when you ask a little bit more. She's a little distracted looking that way. There we go. Bump a little bit on the rope and ask her again. Bump a little on the rope. She's getting distracted. There you go. Here we go again. Really soft. Bump a little on the rope. There. <sighs> Breathing out. I have to remember to breathe too. Good. There it is. There it is. There it is. Now there's your lick and chew. That's what you want. When the horse licks and chews, that's when they're processing something they just learned, a thought. Oh, that was the right thing to do. Okay, now anytime she tries to eat grass, I'm going to block her. Because really, really important thing to have with horses is um, consistency. So your rules don't change. I'm going to ask her to back up a step here. Look at this. When I just touched the rope, look how beautiful that is. Oh my goodness. She just softens. That is, that is... I'm, I'm telling you, I know that seems so simple, but for a horse to soften to your touch instead of brace to it, it is a beautiful thing. And you can ruin that really easily. And I ruined a lot of that with Shiloh when I got her because I didn't know any better. You know, I was 14 and I just did a lot of everything wrong. Nope. Uh, so I actually built brace into Shiloh. And some of that I was never able to get out. But I'm really excited with this uh, gift of a young horse because she's really soft and all horses really are. They, they want to do the right thing. They want to respond. It's, it's the people that come in and, and not, they don't realize it, but they train these bad habits and they train brace and they train fear and they train all of this stuff into the horse. And so that's how the horse is always reacting to them. Um, but anyways, so when she tries to eat grass, consistency with a horse is really important. So I'm not going to say today you can't eat grass, but tomorrow you can. So every day the rules are the same. The rules never change. In my training areas, when I'm with my horses, they are not allowed to eat grass. 
because that is them just being distracted and going on to do their own thing. I need them to be focused on me and not focused on eating. And that's why I try not to train them when they're really hungry because it would it would kind of be unfair to ask them to focus on something when they're starving, right? Uh, like, like sending your kids to school with no food, no breakfast in the morning. So... Uh, the rules have to be stay the same. Come here, sweet girl. That's my girl. Good girl. Rules have to stay the same so the horse knows what to expect and doesn't have to keep testing. And, and they will. She'll like ask to eat grass, but she doesn't usually try very hard because she's like, oh, yep, rules are still the same. But if I changed them every day, how unfair would that be? And how scary would that be? And I think that really works uh, with our kids too, you know, that that the rules stay the same, that we're not... Uh, being these inconsistent parents. All right, so we did some backing up. Um, I'm going to take this rope off, and we're just going to do a little bit of round pen at Liberty. Oh, good girl. She's breathing out with no um, no rope on her, just to kind of test a few things and to work with her on connecting to me and connecting to her own body. Sometimes when she's just, and I don't actually think she was round penned before I got her. I think they just did everything on lead rope. Um, because when I went to round penner, it was like she had no clue what was going on. So I'm actually kind of grateful about that. But round penning can help her learn to be responsible for her own feet and to get connected to me. And I can't force it because she doesn't have any rope on. Not going to let her eat. Okay. So I feel like it's an important tool. It can be overdone. People can round pen, round pen, round pen the crap out of a horse as a way to get their energy out. But that's not what we're doing. I use it as a form of connecting with my horse. Okay, so enough said. Let's get her moving a little bit. She gets to pick whichever direction she wants to go. So now I'm just going to say, okay, you have to move your feet away from me. And I'm just going to put on a little bit of extra pressure with my rope. And I'm just using my halter and leader up here if I need to put some pressure on. So the rules are she just has to keep moving her feet unless I ask her to stop them. Um, and as this gets better, you can get them walking, trotting, cantering, um, beautiful changes of directions. And But today, okay, when that happens, you got to get really firm. So what she did is try to eat grass. And I don't have the rope on her. So what I have to do is toss the lead rope at her hindquarters and say, get your feet moving. You're breaking the rules. And so, but she doesn't look offended. And if I do it in a way that I am concise and firm and I have good timing, she's not going to think I'm out here to, you know, I'm not beating on her. I'm just saying, hey, that's not going to work. So now she's circling. You see she's circling really close to me, but she's really connected. This is her way of saying, I want to be with you. Up, oh, change in direction. She's getting a little confused. So I'm, what I'm, she's asking to come to me. But what I need her to do, understand is that when I tell her to move her feet, she has to keep moving them until it's time to stop. So... What I'm not going to do is get really, um, I do need her to move out of my space. She's a little bit too much in my space. There we go. The thing about her is she's really sensitive. And um, some horses, you know, all horses are sensitive. I, I don't know that it's fair to say some are not sensitive. But I do think that some are more sensitive. It's a little bit too much in my space. Okay. So here's the thing that I'm... I'm talking about with round penning is good for her with no halter and leader up. She doesn't really know what to do with herself when she's not really close to me. So she doesn't want to get away from me. You know, I'm her leader and in some ways it'd be like um, a baby with a baby with her mom. Like she wants to stay close to the mom. But what I need her to realize is I, I need her to practice 
staying connected to me from a little bit further of a distance. So she, but she's trying to do the right thing. So I got to be really careful about how much pressure I put on. There, as long as she, there, she got out of my space a little bit more. She's lowering her head. I'm going to let her come in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn away. There. There. So when you face your horse, you're putting pressure on with just your body language. It's like facing somebody versus turning away from them, right? Uh, it's more threatening when they're facing you. And I'm not trying to threaten her, but I am trying to move her. So when I want to stop her feet, I turn and take the pressure off. And then instantly that draws her to me. Okay, and in the wild, this is how the the, the moms actually train the babies, um, and how horses learn. This is horses. This right here is true um, equine language, and that's what I love about round penning is you really have to use the horse's language if you want them to connect to you and not just fly around the corral scared. Um, so when a horse misbehaves in a um, herd. It will get pushed out of the herd and it has to stay on the outside and the mom will face it and keep it out away from the herd until the baby's basically said it's sorry with its body language. And then the mom turns away and the baby comes is allowed to come back in. It's really cool. Um, I learned this from Bonnie Roberts has some really, really cool uh, round penning system that he designed. He calls it join up and he worked with horses in the wild for years and um, watched, observed all of this and then took it and made it into this round pen experience. So I've learned several different ways of doing it and then kind of combined them to find my own style. So now I'm walking away to see if she'll follow me, to see if we're connected. So I don't have any halter and leader up anymore and she's following me, really pretty. Good girl, Sal. She wants to be with me. Horses, um good girl they are herd animals they don't want to be alone so that is why this can be a beautiful tool but it can also be a harmful tool because you're pushing your horse away so if you push them away too much and she took a break to yawn <laughs> are you coming so if you push a horse away too much they won't want to be with you anymore you're going to damage your relationship instead of strengthen it so there's a fine line you have to really know what you're doing oh she got lots of yawns she's doesn't really want to follow me anymore. So I got a little bit out of her. Oh, there she goes. She just said, Mommy, I'm tired. It's my nap time. So perfect. We're going to stop right here. She's really calm. She's not pushing me with her body language. She's not trying to eat grass. She's yawning. Yawning is a way that horses relieve mental stress. And it's also kind of them, um, when they yawn, the the their mouth opens really big and the, the blood flow can travel down their neck, down their spine and uh, to their feet ultimately. And so what we're trying to get to with our horses is get to their feet and get to their minds. And you, it's interesting, but really to get to a horse's mind, um, I've learned through the years, like you have to get to their feet. So you have to get their feet doing things, but it's not just random things. It, it needs to be very specific and very timed. That's my pretty girl. And you have to be intentional and you have to have really good timing. But I've also, like, there was a time in my life where I thought to that, you know, getting a horse moving, get them moving, get their feet moving, get their feet moving to get to their brain was, was the answer. And it's not. You have to, um, 
I, I think a big thing I learned was less is more in a lot of times. It was Shiloh, it was, I was doing, 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 doing so much. So there's just so much pressure and so much I was trying to get done on a constant basis. And now over the years, I've been doing this a long time and less is more. I get more from my horses when I do less, really, and I pay attention. And so that's why saying like, it's not just getting their feet moving to get to their mind. It's how are you moving their feet? Like with Zell just now, that was really soft movements. I was putting a very little amount of pressure on, but she was connected to me and she felt good. Look at her right now. She feels good about herself. Her eyes are really soft. Her head is um, even, it's level. When a horse's head is way up, they're usually nervous or scared or they're worried. So she feels really good about herself. So we want one direction. The thing is, you want to go both directions. You want to train both sides of the horse. So horses have two sides of their brain. And the reason why you can ride a horse by something or even lead a horse by something, one direction, you turn around to come back by it and they spook and act like they've never seen it before is because they've actually never seen it before with the other eye. So their eyes are on the sides of their head. It's not in the front of their head like ours are. So no eating. So they, they might think... Or we would think, you've already seen that. But their other eye has not seen it, so the other side of the brain has not seen it. Um, so you really have to train both sides of the horse. So now I have the trick is remembering which direction we want. Uh, okay. See if I can get her to follow me. Or there we go. Now I'm going to try to influence to get her to go the other direction. So we want clockwise. We're going to try to go counterclockwise. So what I'm going to do is I put my hand up here, see if I can block her from turning this way get some movement and horses always have one side they prefer see how she turned to go that way so right now she's just a little confused because she's like mommy I thought we did this and, and if you don't mind I'd like to go this direction just keep going the same way but I'm going to ask her to change here we go and so I'll just keep coming back to it until she understands here we go look at her travel out like I said horses want to do the right thing okay they get confused so now she turned she said hey I really like this direction Let, let's do let's stick with this mom <laughs> now she's just trying to come back to me. She said, I actually just don't want to work right now. I want to come back and just chill with you because I'm sleepy. Here we go. We're not asking a lot, but I am asking that she move her feet and she moves them to the left counterclockwise. There it is. There's the understanding. There's the willingness. So she got her head tipped down. She's giving me space this time. See how she's not crowding me as much? Okay, I'm going to try to be clear and consistent and not put too much pressure, but I do need to put enough to get something done. You can't just come out here and feed them carrots all day. You won't get anything done. And horses wouldn't respect that, by the way. So if you watch a horse in a herd, they're not just nuzzling each other all the time. They have boundaries. They have leaders. It's how a herd works. You have to have leaders and you have to have followers. Here we go. Now it's working good. There's something Brene Brown says that I love. Clear is kind. If we're not clear with our horses, then we get frustrated when they don't do the right thing. How kind is that? And I think in our lives, we think if we tell people, yeah, maybe I'll do that, but we don't really want to, that's not kind to them either. It would be more kind to be clear and say, you know what? Thanks for the invite, but I don't think I'll be coming. You know, be clear about it instead of trying to be what we're taught by society is kind. Now she's getting a little confused here because she's got to go potty. Do you have to use the bathroom? Maybe, maybe not. 
sometimes she, <laughs> sometimes I don't know if she's, there we go. She does have to use the bathroom. I'm going to let her use the bathroom for a minute. I've heard over the years to not let a horse stop to use the bathroom because then, you know, if you're in the show ring, that would be, that would be points against you. If your horse stopped to use the bathroom, they need to be able to use it at a run. And they can. It is physically possible for them to use it at a run because, you know, they live in the wild. They have to be able to use the bathroom on the go if they're being chased by a wild lion. But, um, versus a tame lion. That was weird. Why did I say wild? could have just said lion. <laughs> Might as well. She's getting a little confused here. Her mind's trying to give up just a little bit. Um, there she goes. We're going to stick with it. I want to get just, I'd like to get maybe one or two circles around. But she's being drawn to the other horses right now. There. That's better. She's getting drawn to the other horses. Part of this is because I'm talking about different things. There we go. There. There's the connection. I like that. So I'm going to ask her to come into me when she's over near the horses because that's her sweet spot. And I'm going to say, guess what? I'm going to be your sweet spot this time. There. She thought about turning. She thought about turning away from me. See if she can turn all the way in. There we go. So if, we, if I reward her on the spot that she wants to turn away from me to see the horses, that'll help her to learn to come into me. Right now she's watching out in the field. There's some cows running out there. Here you go. That distracted her a little bit. Anyways, um, I, don't do sh- I don't show my horses. So I, don't, I, th- I, f- I feel like it's not very kind of me to not let them use the bathroom. So... I, if I can, I let my horse stop and use the bathroom as long as they're ready to go again. They're not like, you know, F you and then going to go eat grass. Come here. Oh, let me see if she'll follow me. So I got her to come in, but I'm going to see if she'll follow me now. Just a little bit. There. There. I'm going to see if I have, if the round petting that I did worked and see if she'll follow me around. So that, this is the test. Did that session just work? Will she stick with me? Or is she going to try to run off and go over to the horses? There we go. There's my girl. She's doing good today. Come here. Come on over here to the camera. You're doing good, I know. She looks so tired. She really wants to take a nap. You want to take a nap? It's nap time for Zell. All right, we're going to quit on that note today. I feel like she did really well. It was a very soft training session. We didn't have to get big. Um, like I said... You, you have to be effective in your training. So you can't just... I'm not out here to baby the horses and just... Oh, good. I love when she takes a deep breath. I'm not out here to baby and beg them to do something. So I am going to be um, firm and get as firm as I need to get. But really, I think that we, we as humans, go firmer, faster, way faster than we ever should. So watch here. Let me see if she'll help me put her halter back on. So I'm going to offer... And this is how I try to do all of my work. Offer the horse. Offer it to them. Say, hey, would you help Would you help me? Before I just cram that. Here we go. Look at her. She put her nose in. Before you just cram it on, you'll be surprised how a horse will help you out, how they will work with you. Um, if I just give them the opportunity. Yeah, and believe in them, right? We all want somebody to believe in us. To believe we're good and valuable and worthy. And that we... You know, and I find this with my kids too. When I'm just, when when my kids start having big feelings, I just instantly, you know, easily go into this. Then I'm having big feelings, and I got to get bigger than you, so then I can be in charge. And you need to, you know, like instead of just like, 
And this is what my horses teach me, to like stop for a minute and believe in my kid in that moment and love them right in that moment. Say, hey, I'm here for you. What are you trying to work through right now? You know, and honestly and sadly, I'm better at that with my horses than I am my children. I don't know what it is about that. It makes me feel like a terrible mom, but, <laughs> um, you know, I, I think part of it is like our kids are mirrors. They're, they're mirrors. So I th- see things in them that are from me or I see myself in them and I'm like, I will get that anyways. So I'm learning. I'm, I'm a work in progress and Zell helped me today. So I was really proud of her. I felt like she was very, um, relaxed. She never went into her reactive brain. So the horses have two sides of the brain, like I mentioned. Their left side is their thinking side. That's their responding side. The right side is their reacting side. That's the side that keeps them alive in nature. You need them to have that reacting side. Okay? That's why I say I'm not trying to train the horse out of them. I want them to be able to react to danger. But I don't want them to think that everything is danger. Right? And so that they spook at every little thing. So it's learning how to really work with a horse in a way that's honoring to them. Here, you want to chew on the rope? Want to chew on the rope? Work with them in a way. There you go. There's a reward for today. Bite the rope. In a way that's honoring for them. So we're not trying to um, cram information into them. We're not trying to force them to be a certain way. Zell will always be a sensitive mare. She will always be at the bottom of the totem pole where everybody bosses her around. She's not a bossy mare. Um, She can be kind of in your uh, an in your space kind of mare, where she (laughs) she's uh, a. My nose is running here. Um, How's the right word to say it? Because she's not a bully. She's not a bully about it at all. But she just also kind of pushes into everyone's space, even all the other horses. Like hi and doesn't seem to watch where she's going very much Um, you know kind of clumsy in that way but she has a heart of gold and I have to so I have to train adjust my training to fit her how would it fit her the best what would be the most honoring to her I say she looks really happy today Um, and this is this is how I judge um, how my training session went and how I'm doing by by my horse so she's really relaxed. She's probably literally about to lay down and take a nap. When I put her back in the crowd, she will. Um, so this is what I'm looking for. She's not sweating. She's not fearful. She moved a little bit today with confidence. And this, like I said, will take time. But today is the beginning of her fresh start. We love you, Zell. The podcast people love you. And yeah, thanks for coming on our on our on our little training quest for today. Hopefully you can join us again soon. All right, um, see how to turn this off. Uh, Come on over here, Zell. You wanna say bye to the camera? See how we can get a close-up of Zell. Here she is. Say bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, guys. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Bye-bye. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe it more? If I busted out the lock, 
Would you open the door if I dare to speak my truth? Would you still value me if I reach my hand to you? Would you reach it back to me? Darling, there's no reason why you should have to hide. Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there.